0: This is the best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at capitalfinancialusa.com. Let's uh let's get to Michael Clark, 247 Sports. I am excited. I I'm absolutely stunned. Uh at, I sh- I guess I shouldn't be. But according to whether it's uh, on three or twenty four seven, so we'll use twenty four seven. Although twenty four seven has NC State ranked sixth, and on three has them ranked fifth in the transfer portal recruiting rankings nationally. How would you term what Dave Doran and company have been able to do?
1: Uh, It is extremely impressive. Uh, Thanks for having me as always, man. I I don't know if you, if you're an NC State fan or a supporter, if you could have you know, predicted or want anything more right now. And, and the crazy thing is they're not done. Uh, there's still, you know, other guys that they're pursuing. They're going to land a couple more, uh, probably at least one or two more this week. Uh, so you just have to, there's just a lot of excitement around the program. You have to credit Coach Dorn. He called for the support after the blowout went over UNC. People responded. Uh, the collective, Savage Wolves and Pack of Wolves. I mean, everybody's just in this thing together. And it's amazing what can happen. When everybody pulls together for a, a common cause, which is NC State football right now,
0: Michael Clark is joining us here at Michael Clark two four seven on Twitter. Uh, all right, so Grayson McCall, I know I've talked about it with uh, with your pal Corey, um, but let's get to the other things. I, I mean, is it crazy to think that Jordan Waters is the signature uh, so far? Getting somebody from Duke, explain that.
1: I think it is a, a massive pickup. Uh, you know, if you look at NC State, I think the transfer portal, the big thing is about addressing needs. And it is the great equalizer to a certain extent in college football because you have the blue blood programs that have a much higher hit rate on recruits, um, and then there's everybody else. And what the transfer portal does is it allows you to, uh, I'm not saying make up for the misses, it, it just it gives you a chance to add instant impact guys who can help you, you know, next season or as soon as they step on campus. And a guy like Jordan Waters, I mean, he's one of the best running backs in the ACC. Yep. I think going into next year, one of the better running backs in the country. And NC State desperately needed help there with Razor Finn at the end. You had a true freshman, Kendrick Raphael, starting, who, you know, did an admiral job. As I
0: liked him. Year old.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's a really good player. But ideally, in a perfect world, I, I think you would have, you know, preferred to redshirt him. Uh, that just was not realistic given the attrition of the position and all that stuff. But, you know, Jordan Waters, by all accounts, is a sensational I mean, player, but even more so a, a great person. And I think that is the key in this transfer portal era when you are adding, uh, you know, double-digit guys potentially. It's It's important to get players. Adam, but you've also got to get guys that are the right fit for the program because you don't want to mess up the team chemistry. NC State's momentum is at an all-time high right now. You've got nine wins, a chance to get ten. And I think the consensus, if you were to ask anybody, inside that program is you know they're going for an ACC championship next year and trying to compete for a spot in the college football playoffs, which expands to 12. And And I think that's a realistic goal when you look at what's coming back and what they've added.
0: Michael Clark, 24 7 Sports, is joining us here from Pack Pride, uh, NC State. Very highly thought of in terms of their work in the transfer portal. Uh, throw out a couple of other players uh, who have caught your eye out of the portal. I know there are a couple of kids coming from Maryland. One is coming uh, who went to uh, Rollsville, went, went to high school at Rollsville. Um, you know, there, there's obviously some pretty, pretty uh, impressive names here, but who are we expecting?
1: Yeah, well, I think you've got it. I mean, Grace McCall is is going to get, you know, the line. The quarterback gets the blame and and a lot of the credit because he is the most important player on the field. But I think when you look at what NC State's done, you know, McCall is a guy throughout his career that has posted some massive numbers. But I I think with this transfer portal hall, the goal is not to put so much on the quarterback. Uh, You know, State, for better or worse, you know, was, was limited offensively uh, throughout the year, whether it was attrition and, and, and all that type stuff. But now you're adding players around the quarterback who can give you more firepower. And, and Robert and I have proven to be a, a tremendous offensive coordinator. What he did down the stretch this year uh, was really impressive. Uh, the bigger thing here, I think, when you look at what they've done is addressing needs. They're not just taking guys to take them. Sometimes programs get in trouble when you're just trying to get to that 85. A guy like Tamarcus Cooley, you know, you lose your top two nickels. Corey Cooley is a corner from Maryland, but I like Cooley as well. Length, uh, athleticism, has experience. Uh, you get the Justin Jolie kid who is from from Connecticut, uh, tight end, can stretch the field. We yeah. all know and I likes the matchup. I create matchup issues at six four, six five, two thirty. And then Wesley Grimes, a local kid, uh, ride wide receiver from Wake, who it was really productive this year. I think quietly, though, the bigger one of the bigger pickups is Zeke Correll, the center from Notre Dame. And Dylan McMahon's already accepted an invite to an all-star game, so he's not returning. Uh, Lyndon Cooper entered the transfer portal. So when you're looking at NC State's roster ahead of next season, you're like, well, who's going to play center? Well, Zeke, Zeke Correll from Notre Dame started, I think, 30 games or close to it. So that's a massive addition. And then Valen Erickson gives you some, some depth at tackle, which I think that in the grand scheme of things is, is what really separates the better teams in the country. If you talk to college coaches, the number that they give you is eight offensive linemen without a significant drop-off. And what I mean by that is you can play any combination of those eight and not have your quarterback getting killed or your running back <laughs> getting stuffed in the backfield. So – uh, I think things are trending upward. And, again, they're not done. They're probably going to take, I would think, five, six more. And, and I think another important thing to, to mention is that there's going to probably be more attrition after the bowl game. All of this right. was expected, and it's just the new norm. Uh, some fans are uncomfortable with it, and they're uncomfortable with NIL, but it really doesn't matter what right. people think. It's here right. to stay. So yeah. you've got to just get used to it. And if you don't have this roster turnover, it's gonna be really hard for you to be competitive year in and year out, uh, when you're not, you know, a Texas, a USC, and we go down the list of Alabama, Georgia, and the who's who of college football.
0: Michael Clark, before we let you go, first of all, I I, I want fans to be comfortable with it because it's time to start looking at this as professional sports, just at a different level below the National Football League. It's just what it is. Um, You know, we we have, you know, tiers of English football and the top tier is the Premier League, but man, they care about sports in League One and League Two as well. It's just at a different level and players deserve the, I think they deserve the right to move, move about the country as they see fit. Uh, To to get the best opportunity for them, whether it's financial or, uh, you know, just in terms of playing time. So we just have to adjust our thinking. So finally, very quickly, because I know National Signing Day is upon us. uh, How does all of this stuff in the portal impact that?
1: 13 or text Adam to six hundred seven hundred. Adam Gold is a paid
0: spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor.
1: Uh, it, it does to a certain extent, and I, I think it, it really does hurt high school football recruiting. If you talk to any high school coaches, I was on the road a couple of weeks ago. There's a growing concern, uh, you know, whether you have five, ten, or how many ever guys you bring in from the portal at a uh, respective school. It does take away from that high school. Uh, pool of players and if you do that say at the the big four in north carolina in the acc say you have 10 at each that's 40 scholarships that i'm just throwing out round numbers that would have gone to high school kids so it is a it is a delicate balance i think what you have to do too at these schools uh outside the uh who's who is, is you have to go through all avenues whether it's the transfer portal the junior college level and high school level and, and to kind of pile on what you said i I think people do need to really adjust it in this country. You can do all types of things at whatever age to earn money. And I think it's important for those who are critical to realize that, you know, 99% of these guys, Adam, aren't going to go to the NFL. Right. They have a very small window to earn money. And I think it is, is more than fair for them to uh, make money off their name, image and likeness, especially when you look around at the money, these schools are making off television deals yep. and, and, and you coach a salary. So, Again, I, I don't see the argument anymore. I know people are uncomfortable with it, but like you said, it, it's time to turn the page and, and worry about other things. There's plenty of things that uh, we can be concerned about outside of college kids making um, you know decent money. And again, before I go, I, I think another thing to point out is these numbers that you're seeing on the internet aren't real. like <laughs> you can anybody can get on the internet and say whatever they want, but that doesn't mean it's true. Right. Um, so financially, Uh, Very few kids, if any, are getting rich. Um, So uh, I think that is important to point out in the grand scheme of things, too. Um, Again, I think it's a win win. There are some ugly sides to it, but there's a lot more good than bad coming of this.
0: Always, always. There's like uh, 20 to 1 good versus bad. Uh, in the Everybody Nil world talk
1: about the bad you know that's all we're going right. to talk about especially. it's very 2023
0: 20 to one good versus bad in the Nil game Michael Clark 24 7 sports at Michael Clark 247 on Twitter man uh Merry Christmas happy New Year to you I'll talk to you in 2024.
1: absolutely I always appreciate y'all having me
0: you got it Michael Clark Thanks. here on the Adam Gold show